Welcome to Real Talk, Real Faith. This is part two of our podcast on the intersection of Christianity and popular culture. And if you haven't listened to part one yet, pause this episode and check it out. There's honestly so much that we talked about, and it would be a real shame if you missed out on such an amazing conversation. But if you've heard part one, then get ready for some more fun and enlightening discussions in part two. Now let's go. For today's episode, we have our guest, John, joining us again. So you'll be hearing much more from him throughout this episode, but I'm not going to ask him to introduce himself again because you already heard all that you need to hear about him. But uh, before we get into our questions for today's episode, I wanted to ask another icebreaker question, and I think I'm going to ask this one. What's one activity or hobby that you'd like to try, John? Um, one, one activity or hobby I'd like to try? Yeah. Um, skydiving. Like as a hobby? Okay, as an activity? As an activity. Just like just one time? Maybe. Okay. Maybe if I like it, I'll go again. For me, I want to try camping as a hobby because I've been watching a lot of camping. <laughs> if you know my personality, it makes no sense. Yeah, it makes no but sense. But I've been watching a lot of camping videos and it seems really cool. So you that can't even go in. That can't. You that can't even go into the wild. You I can't even leave the front. Like I left the house this morning and there was a ladybug, and then I went back inside. So I don't know how camping is gonna work, but I'd like um, to give it a try. Um, but, but again, another thing I wanted to ask you is, what's been your favorite song? during the week um, it doesn't have to be a Christian song by the way it doesn't have to be a Christian song um, well I have actually have no actually I have one um, I've been listening to um, uh, God is Calling My Name what's that by? it's uh, by um, a man I, I believe his name is um, Ebuka Ebuka is, um, it's on you can listen to it on Spotify Ebuka Songs um, it's, it's, a, it's a very um a very nice song to hear uh it's a lot of words for some reason i don't know why but it's, it's okay yeah but it's okay because you, you, you'll make it'll make sense if you ever heard the song they just talk a lot oh is it like poetry music no, no, no poetry music oh. it's, uh, yeah well i'll show you the song later actually but okay. Okay. for me it's botajo i don't know how to say it properly by prince Irenu. oh yeah i like that song when we're, when i was doing the playlist for the picnic that you guys didn't use um that no, oh, let me rephrase that. That nobody liked, cause it was too sad. That yeah. song was like really good. Yeah, oh, so I made the first one and then they changed it cause people said it was too sad. Oh my god! But it was like Afrobeats music, so I don't know. And it was just the wrong one, cause I was like, look, I don't know, cause I was cause it was John there. I was like, no, that was before, cause my it was before people started coming that my playlist was playing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so you didn't hear it. Now you need to hear it. Yeah, so you don't have to feel bad. <laughs> so for our main content for today's week, we're going to be talking about exposure, temptation, and the desire to live like Christ. Um, I'm going to start off with exposure. And our first question in this section is, in a world where we're constantly exposed to diverse viewpoints and lifestyles through social media, how does this exposure impact your understanding of Christianity? Um... Can you repeat that again? Yeah, I can. Uh, so it's like, you know, the world that we live in, there's a lot of different like viewpoints that are shared through social media. Mm -hmm. uh, it can be Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, thing like, things like that. But like, how does, how do all of these viewpoints, like being exposed to so many different perspectives, impact your understanding or your view on Christianity? I feel like, a lot, I feel like 
the the way I would describe it is that a lot of people make Christianity into much more of a complicated thing than it is. Yeah. I think it's a lot less, you know, um, what's the word? A lot less of um, rules and a lot more of just a conne- like a, a connection and a relationship with God. I think that's so why a lot of times people like and then when I hear something recently, I was listening to a uh, podcast by um, a woman called Madame Joyce, and um, she had a it's just like a very, very old episode, but um, it was a guy named Harry Pinero, um, and he's Muslim. The short guy? That's, I don't, he's not short. Okay. No, this guy, is, he's the... Uh, oh, the black one that got me, the dark-skinned guy that just got married. No, not, not, not dark That you found that was... Okay. No. You can continue. Like no. that. Harry, Harry's like, Harry's in his 40s. Yeah. So um, that one, he's a Muslim, but the way he talks about, you know, religions like oh i want to have a closer connection with god i think recently i've learned a lot more about like that even though there is um differences between religions and such it's just a connection with god and i think it's a lot less of like differences and it's just more of a thing that you just need to it needs to be a personal thing between you and god so that's my that's kind of it's not really affected my viewpoint but it's kind of like something that i've kind of noticed in like media like they make it like oh if you're not Christian, you can't be like uh, being a Christian is it's a different relationship than being Muslim and all that kind of thing. So I think they're very connected. It's just like the connect, the connection between you and um, your father and such. So I think from what you started off, you said it was that having all these viewpoints makes Christianity seem more complicated than it has to be. I kind of agree with that because it's like when I'm on Instagram and I'm scrolling through reels, there'll be people talking about oh. There'll be those, I don't know if you've seen them, like these pages that critique other people's sermons. So like they'll take a clip out of like Mike Todd's sermon and then say, oh, blah, 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 this is wrong because of this. Or like if you're, you haven't seen them. But yeah, there's a lot of them. Or if you scroll through, you'll see people talking about different rules that they feel they have to follow because they're Christian. I think having being exposed to those kind of viewpoints makes me feel sometimes that I'm not doing enough. Because it's like before I was on social media, it's just like, the only thing about Christianity that I really felt I needed to know was, like you said, my relationship with God. But through that exposure, it feels like, oh, there's all these kinds of rules that you have to follow. Or if you don't follow them, you're going to be mocked or like made fun of by people on the Internet. So, yeah. Um, I think the next question is, do you think that popular culture accurately portrays Christianity or does it rely on stereotypes? Um, do you think the what? Do you think that popular culture accurately portrays Christianity or does it rely on stereotypes? Yeah, it relies on stereotypes. I think, well, when I think of popular culture, I think of like people that are in like high, kind of high media um, presence, like how, how do they kind of show Christianity and such, right? Is that what you're talking about? Um, it's a com- It can be anything. Like popular culture can be like movies or TV shows. It can be celebrities or it can just be like people you see on, like when you're scrolling through TikTok or something like that. Well, um, I don't, well, I don't, do I, do I think that it affects Christianity? Or it accurately portrays Christianity. It accurately portrays Christianity. Or is it just like stereotypical? No, I think like, I mean, if you want to, if I don't go into detail, like an example, there's a, there's on TikTok, there's a um, podcast um, the podcast name is um, the George Janko Show, and it's um, someone that I don't, well, it's someone that used to be very connected with um, Logan Paul, 
but like no no this guy he separated himself because of a lot of the short guy with the beard yeah yeah oh okay I know yeah about. so he's like very very into christianity and like on his podcast he'll bring like you know professors and all those kind of things and talk to them about christianity and such and i think like the way that he talks about it like how being a connection with god and how it connect how it affects his personal life is you know his relationship life like stating life and everything i think it really i think it, it accurately portrays um you know christianity in that sense but i think i well nowadays i don't really see a lot of like actors and such and you know high i say high officials that's not the right word but like celebrities uh, yeah celebrities like you know, or like popular people they don't they don't really talk about like christianity a lot for it to kind of affect or ac accurately portray it but I, th I know that in their personal life, they probably are Christians. They probably do their own thing, but they keep it out of media. So, yeah, I think I agree with you on that point. Like, I don't see a lot of celebrities talk about or bring up their Christianity often. Or like if they do, it's kind of in reference to something like political or something like that, where it's like they're trying to use it to get people to follow whatever it is that they believe. So I feel like that's kind of stereotypical because like the popular narrative of Christian is like you only follow one kind of viewpoint or like your head is so stuck in the bible that you can't see things start going on around you um and kind of in line with that question if like you talked about how you think that there is some stereotypes and then there also isn't but like if you come across stereotypes like how do you navigate that like how do you deal or combat i think it's just a thing of kind of knowing what i know and not letting I know it's, it's kind of like a cop out of the answer of a question, but like, just like, it's me, it's not them. I think when I ever hear somebody like make a kind of a stereotypical kind of question or answer or make a, like a, a, um, a viewpoint, have that kind of viewpoint, I just know that that's what they think. That's not what I think. So just separating them from me, I think that it's the best way to go forward. Yeah, I can, I do the same thing. I can actually give an example of that. Like, I said before that I see a lot of people like putting rules about Christianity and stuff on TikTok or Instagram. One of the things that they do is like modesty things. So it's like these girls would be like, oh, because I'm like my walk with God is a modest walk. I only wear skirts. And I'm like, OK, like that's a rule that some people in Christianity believe that they have to follow. Right. That a woman shouldn't wear a man's clothes. But it's like that's not the that's not part of the relationship that I have with God. So I kind of do the same thing of like, I know, okay, that's their own personal relationship, but it's like God has not given me that kind of conviction that I cannot wear pants or that I feel like I'm violating my relationship with him if I do. So I just kind of like take a step back and dismantle that in my head. Mm -hmm. um, I'll just move on to the next question. Okay, so for our next question, I'll ask it now. Do you have any contemporary pop culture figures, so like celebrities, YouTubers, Instagram people, streamers, uh, that you admire as role models for embodying the qualities of Christ? I mean, they're just And it's actually a hard question. <laughs> it's a hard question, though, because uh, especially in this day and age. And so okay. give, to give you time, uh, there's this YouTuber I watch. Her name, she also has a podcast. Her name is Karen Adakora. She's Ghanaian and she's like 20 something. But I think in terms of like embodying the qualities of Christ, I think she just really does a good job. You know who I'm, yeah. She just got engaged. Yeah, she did. Oh I don't know how I feel about that, but whatever. <laughs> um, in terms of embodying the 
like the qualities of Christ, I think she kind of shows that being a Christian is not easy. Like there's highs and lows that we even see that in like Christ's walk at, you know, as a son of God, like it's not all sunshine and roses, but she's very open and honest about her faith. And then like the ups and downs that she goes through, even as being a Christian. So I admire her for that. Okay. Well, I don't have a specific person, but I have a group. Oh, okay. So I, well, I listen to the group every uh, Bible, Bible, Bible waves and Vampire. It's, um, it's a, it's a um, podcast group of three Christian, um, I say, I'll say young, but they're not young. They're 30 years old now. Um, unfortunate. Sorry, sorry about that. Sorry, Jojo. You've joined the club now. <laughs> the old people game. <laughs> anyway, anyways, anyways, anyways. Yeah, but like, yeah, it's on. You think of the Kobe Um, You know, I listened, I've listened to them since, I think, last year, January. That's when they started posting. Um, episodes, even though they've been posting since 2016, but they never uploaded those episodes. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I hear a lot about um, the dangers of, like, boy podcasts and such, because, like, a lot of people think that just boys don't understand. Yeah, that men shouldn't have podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is, which sucks, because there are a lot of good, po- there are a lot of good podcasts out there by men. Not, let's say a lot of them, but, like, there's some, there's some, of the, there's some podcasts by men that just that anyways let's, let's not go into that um but this this podcast is by christian men and they talk about they talk about like real issues they don't just talk about the bible all the time but they talk about like going out to clubs they talk about um they don't smoke in it at all but they talk about like you know they talk about relationships talk like about relationships, yeah you know, like as well talk about relationships about marriage about you know meeting your fiance's parents and how to that's the most recent one they talked about like um, meeting your fiance's parents and how to address them because yeah, the, Nigerian. Yeah, exactly because I'm Nigerian. Um, they even talked about um, what's uh, prostrating. Mm-hmm. I know they talked about like their careers and stuff too, because yeah. like last year or something. So. Yeah, last year. So they talk about they're, they're very like realistic. They don't just go about like talking about Bible, reading the Bible all the time. They kind of like this a lot. Even their podcast, they don't start off with like. Um, they don't start off with like, oh, hello, this is podcast and everything to start talking about, right? Not, not d- taking a dig out you, okay. but like, it's just like, they start talking about ra- like the most random thing in the world. It's just like a conversation. That's what, that's what I really enjoy about them. So, so cause they kind of like bring being Christian into like the everyday yeah. kind of thing in that mix. Cause I know they do bring up like Bible stuff too, yeah. but it's like, they're mostly talking about their lives and like how that plays out. And in every, every, every single podcast episode, they sing, they sing. Ugh. Like if you've ever come to our church, it's like all the uncles in our church got together <laughs> and decided that they would sing together, minus yeah. the people in the choir. Bro, it's the funniest thing in the world. Yeah. They start singing um, Ancient of Days. How I... <laughs> it's, it's like torture. Oh, wow. Uh, so I'll move on to the next question then. What do you think about the role of Christian influence, influencers and celebrities, right, in shaping how Christianity is seen um, in popular culture? Well, I think... I think that I mean I feel like they can do a lot more. Mm-hmm. I think um, I feel like I know why they don't do a lot more is because of the a lot of people are not a lot of people have a bad um, like visual idea of or mental idea of Christianity. So if they were to publicly endorse it and what I mean, um, publicly endorse it and um, like make it like a part of their brand, mm-hmm. 
they would end up losing a lot of people, which a lot of the brand member, like brand supervisors and managers don't want them to do. So they don't really broadcast it, but I know there are a couple of them that still talk about it. Like, oh, I'm a Christian. Don't, don't be dissing God around me and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. I think for me, I think the, their role is to be more open, like, and honest, like not to make Christianity seem like it's something easy. Cause like, it's obviously not easy. You were talking about Christianity has a bad rap anyway. It's not like a very marketable part of yourself, but like to be open and honest, even of your own struggles of being Christian, I think is something that's important, right? Cause it gives encouragement to other people who are struggling to know, okay, I'm not doing something bad, right? Everybody has these kinds of struggles. Yeah. So we're going to move into the temptation segment now, the Jezebel segment of our podcast. And I'm going to start with this question. With all the irresistible content on platforms like Netflix and TikTok, how can we Christians stay strong in our values? The mm. well, that speaks, oh, um, I know pers- from personal experience, um, it's very, very, it's very dangerous, you know, it's a very dangerous world out there around um, social media and everything because, um, you know, with the rise of like more sexually um, explicit content and everything like that. Um, but I think the best way, what I've actually started to do a lot more now is just, um, I kind of watch, I kind of like, I mean, like I watch what I watch essentially now, like now I'm watching animal documentaries. Which is actually really, it's actually really interesting. In the face I had ten years ago, you're just getting into. Yeah, it well, now. I well, you have to now nowadays because of like how easy accessible like all this content kind of contact is. No, you know, there are a lot of shows that I can't that I I can't that I choose not to watch nowadays. Like um, sort of like oh I like well let me say like do you want the handle is one <laughs> that I would have watched to watch anymore. Um, Love, is, Love Island. Love Island, yeah. Like, yeah, it's getting there. I'm, I'm just trying to think of the ones that like go like that go past the line oh, a little okay, bit. Yeah, two other yeah, handles uh, uh, past the line. Love Island is is reaching there, so it's that's what is going. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm gonna watch that. Um, you know, a lot of people are gonna be like, oh, how do you know this? Like elites. Um, Elite. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, no, yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah, you don't. My you, eyes are holy. Yeah, you don't need to mention to that. Um. And just just going away from all those kind of shows and everything, just watching. That's why I watch. That's why I watch. Sorry, watch. That's why I started watching anime. Anime is. I, I know. Okay, because I was gonna say. I know. I know. I our sound guy uh, brought it up last. Whatever. <laughs> that anime is not a good. Whatever. I mean, I watch certain animes. Just I don't. I don't go into. Even don't want to say. <laughs> what do you mean? What else, the ones I watch? MHA. I don't. MHA is not. What do you mean? MHA is. is MHA is a. Okay, it's not explicit, but like the care. themes are there. I mean, I can go into like other. Yeah, yeah, food okay, wars. Food wars is actually good, food wars is but crazy. then they just made it. Yeah. They made it weird for no reason. It was actually like I actually was inspired to cook. Then I start. Oh my! I was like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, go to food wars. At church that they watch food wars. That's crazy. So. Yeah. Well, anyways, um, well, I, I mean, if you want to talk about animes, you can watch MHA, you can watch One Piece, Naruto. Naruto's, you can't say Naruto's anything. Yeah, Naruto's just boring. <laughs> say Naruto's boring. You're the same person that said you want to watch One Piece. You said you're the same person that said you want to watch One Piece. Yeah, Naruto's boring. but have I watched One Piece? Whatever. No. Anyways, I didn't need to make a Naruto live action. 
So you're kind of saying that you just don't watch, right? Like you just are firm on like, yeah. this is something that I can't engage in. Yeah. And then you find other things that you can watch that are engaging and fun for you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the same thing for me. Like, you know, Bridgerton's coming out with a new season eventually. Am I going to watch it? Probably not because of the explicitness. Also yeah. because I'm not interested in the people that they brought up for this season. But anyway, Yikes. it's mainly because of the explicit. Like, And there's other shows too. Like I wanted to watch a show called The Law According to Lydia Poet. Don't, I started the first five minutes. They start the show Whip. in a sexually explicit scene. Yikes. Like the minute it's fading out of black, your eyes are just assaulted. Yikes. So it's like, okay, I know then the rest of the show is going to be something inappropriate. So no matter how much I want to watch it, right? I already have this boundary set, so I'm not going to cross it. Mm-hmm. I think like, yeah, that's kind of the only way I think you can resist temptation is that you have to be firm. Yeah. That this is not something that I'm going to engage in. Yeah. So I'll ask the next question now. Uh, in the age of technology and social media, do you think it's become easier or harder for Christians to resist the allure of temptations that don't align with their Christianity? Um, is it easier or harder? It's become harder for me. It's become harder because, like before, I mean, kicking it back like ten years, ten years. The fact that I can say ten years now, um, and I was like thirteen. Like joy wasn't alive ten years ago. Yeah. Anyway, bro. Anyways, um, and I was thirteen, just getting my new, getting my. In my first phone, my um, BlackBerry. It was a black. Yeah, my BlackBerry still. So BlackBerry. Oh my! My first phone was an iPhone. Anyways, Green. iPhone four. Yikes! I think my first iPhone was an iPhone um five C. The couple. No, the, I, I had your old iPhone. I, iPhone the um the one with the blue the one. The blue. Yeah, yeah it's I, the five C. Wow. Um. <sighs> such a long time ago. My first phone was a Nokia. That was the first phone ever. And he was like, that was phone that she was gonna throw out. But you know, Nokia's were actually, they look better. Like, Blackberries look like garbage at Nokia. I'm one great after Nokia. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, it's a tough time, still a tough time. Oh my god. Hey, well, but like, just, just getting back to the original point, just like, um, oh um, I think like back then you can like, easily surf the web nowadays you can like you had to go out of your way you have to go out of my way to it's just like nowadays like every phone has like safari or chrome or firefox or anything firefox is for like laptops and such but like like safari and chrome you can get them on any thing and then go on safari you get at least like out of 20 ads there's gonna be one of them or two of them that is like explicit and such so it's just it's very, very hard and hard nowadays for like people to kind of completely separate themselves. But so I think Christians nowadays have to have the mindset of like, whenever I see that thing, you need to get away from that and just like some. It's easy. It's just like turn off, turn off your phone. Yeah. Or, like turning off the app and going to another app. Yeah. Or like go but, to not, yeah. not going to YouTube because YouTube get yeah, YouTube even pushes explicit yeah. content. Yeah, but like just going on to like an app that you know. Would be we minimize a lot less or a lot more so yeah yeah i think i'd say it's both easier and harder like it's harder in the sense that you said like it's just a lot easier to get like or to be exposed to explicit content like even in areas where you're not expecting it right like i watch i mean i read webtoons and like i'm not expecting to see explicit content in the webtoons that i read but then all of a sudden there'll be something there right but it's also easier to resist because you have other things that you can go to, right? 
So it's like, okay, something, there's something, like, YouTube is pushing something bad to me. I can just leave YouTube and go watch, like, a clean show on Netflix, right? Or I can leave YouTube and go to Spotify and listen to a message. Is that why you watch K-dramas now? Um, I mean, there are explicit K-dramas, too. But, like, the ones that are pushed popularly are, like, very good, okay. clean. But, I mean, toxic relationships, but good, clean. Yikes. Yeah. Um I guess the next part of this question would be like, how can we help each other navigate these challenges? Um, well, actually, that's funny. And I was just thinking about that, actually. I think it's just being less afraid to be open with your struggles. I think that's something that I struggle with nowadays, too. Um, I don't I don't like to... Oh, sorry, that was me. Oh, I'm being fidgety. Um, I don't like to include people into my life a lot. Thank you. Um and one thing, like, I find it very, very, very difficult to talk to somebody about what's going on in my life, even if it's a small thing of, like, oh, that I had an exam or something like that. So uh, one thing I'm trying to do a lot more is just, like, talk, I think, just open up. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to find people that are willing to listen to that kind of thing. Yeah. I, I have, like, um, someone that's very close to me right now, um, my, my, one of my very good friends, like, Emmanuel, I can literally call him one one day and or one night and then just we talk we just talk about the most random things ever so just i think what the most one of the most important things is um finding also finding someone that can be your accountability partner mm-hmm. like i was reading in a book recently that um the guy had an accountability partner that whenever he was being um like tested or like tempted he would call that person saying okay this is what's happening the person would be like okay let's go on like let's go play like um a video game mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then just like, get your mind off of it, and then by that time you're already you're already, your mind is away from it, so it's fine. Yeah, I think it's the same thing for me. Like surrounding yourself with people that you can like be open with, like, and it doesn't even have to be necessarily. Deep. It can be like, oh, you know, like I noticed these days they're pushing a lot of content that I don't like. Do you have any recommendations for things that I can watch? Right, yeah. and you can share that and build that kind of camaraderie, so it helps you take your mind off of the things right that you're not supposed to be engaged in, like that. I'm still working on that though, right? Introversion is getting the best in me, but by God's grace. Um, I'll move on to the next question now. It's what biblical lessons can be applied to navigate the temptations presented by the modern world? Um, Biblical what? Yeah, biblical lessons, Lessons. Uh, especially in terms of like things like materialism and instant gratification. Um, Well, I mean, if I think about like a lesson, I think of like, David and Bathsheba. I don't know why, but yeah. I'm just like, because that was a moment of um, weakness for David. Yeah, and it, yeah, and it, and it just, it completely, it almost completely messed up his entire like um, walk with Christ, but yeah, with God, but God, you know, forgave him, um, but told him that you can't be doing that kind of thing anymore. And he didn't do it anymore. He was open and repented and, you know, that he still, was a good he still was a great king even though he didn't reach the absolute pinnacle of where he, he was supposed to be and like he said i think his, his um, son solomon was able to reach it or reach a little bit more but he himself was also um um cursed with um uh, avoid your eyes mm, that's actually because my paper i have solomon written 
First Kings chapter 11, verses 1 to 9, yeah. right? Like, you know, at the beginning, God asked Solomon what he wants, and this is wisdom, right? Yeah. And he's really, really doing good as, as a king. But then it says in chapter 11 that he loved very, like, he loved many foreign women. Yeah. Like, so his love was no longer for God. It was the instant gratification of, like, what he could get from his interactions with these women. And it leads to God being like, I don't watch you anymore, right? You're not following me. We can't have a relationship anymore. So I think that's a good lesson. Because like in both of those examples, God is forgiving them in a sense, but he's still saying this temptation is not something that you can do. Yeah. I think that's a very good lesson for us to have. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you didn't mention Jesus. Jesus was tempted. Oh, um, it, yeah. The, so yeah like, I could have. Yeah. Too. I'll just, um, yeah. yeah. Like Matthew chapter four. You know what's funny is that I was listening to a I was listening to a message recently, and he was talking about how I I don't know if you actually remember exactly what um, the devil told Jesus, but like it was actually a passage in the Bible that he was quoting scripture from. But if you go to the next verse, it talks about how um, the, like Jesus will Jesus will crush his he will crush his, uh, his oh head. yeah he, like, he will like crush his head yeah. and the serpent will bite his heel yeah so I'm saying but like. He literally quoted the Bible, but he left out that part that would have. He kind of like first part, second part, second part he left out, third part he went to the third part. He just for, he just took out the part that the was. Crushes. Yeah. Uh, that's Genesis chapter three yeah, that so, you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. yeah. It's just like when I was reading, I was listening to, it, I was like, wow. So like even the fact that he quoted the Bible, he still left out parts that would have that would have um, been a danger to him because mm, it's like you're yeah. calling the devil's attention yeah. Yeah. to the plan. Yeah. But I think what. I get from that is like he wasn't just saying in his own power like I'm not going to be tempted by you devil leave me alone it was the bible says man should not live by bread alone or that you should not test God like he went back to the bible like he had something short that he went back to right because I feel like sometimes when I'm being tempted it's like oh if I'm only standing on my own willpower then I'll just fall into whatever it is that I'm saying but if it's like oh this is something that God said that I shouldn't do right and I focus on God then that helps me to make it through. Mm -hmm. So for our last segment of the day, we're going to go into the desire to live like Christ section. So I'll start with the first question. How can we as young Christians resist the pressure and, pri and prioritize living out Christ's teachings of love, humility, and selflessness? So basically, how can we resist the pressures of the world and be more like God? Mm -hmm. um, I think it's just, it's, by God's power, God's, by God's help, because you, um, at the end of the day, like you, by our strength, we can't do much. Um, but I also think it's just like being able to, um, in with God's help, also being able to discern who or who or what is needed in your life, who is mm -hmm. not needed in your life. I think with me, like I'm, I can be. I don't know. People have called me like I'm be very patient sometimes. A patient, 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 like patient person at times. Your siblings wouldn't know that. Really? Your sibling. I mean, you're... Sure. I mean, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> I mean... Uh, you don't think I'm patient? It's like if I tried playing FIFA with you. No, I would I would let you... Uh, yes, I would. Okay, maybe it's when we're younger. When I was younger, obviously. Yeah. But like okay. now, now when I'm older, I'm a lot more patient than I am. Okay, like... You could, <laughs> if you say so. I am. Uh, well, anyways. Yeah. So with other people, yeah. Yeah. It's just like... like but like... I mean, especially nowadays, my patience is being run out. Being like... Sometimes you do feel like your patience is being like taken for granted by so, by people in your life, people that you know you have you know put you kind of open your life to, 
But I think at the same time, just to get back to the original point, just like being able to listen to God and be able to discern who or what is needed in your life or who is wanted in your life and everything like that, or who, you, who you don't need in your life. Uh-huh. And then trusting God to, you know, um, expel them out of your life in, by one way or another. You kind of touched on everything that I had written here. I have, right, you have to make the choice that you want to live like Christ's way. It's not something that you just fall into magically. Mm-hmm. Like you, you have to actually decide, today I'm going to be kind, right? I'm going to show love no matter what kind of pressure comes my way. Uh, the second thing I wrote is so who you surround yourself with, right? Being able to discern what kinds of people should be in my life. is not everybody that I need to be close to. So like asking God what kind of people you need to be close to. Then I put down, I put patience, right? But to be patience with your, patient with yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily with other people, but like knowing, okay, you're going to have days where you mess up and you do bad things, but that doesn't mean that you're a bad person. Yeah. yeah. And then the last one is a saturation, right? You kind of talked about praying to God. Saturation, I meant mm. like being in the word, right? Okay, like okay. saturating yourself okay, with okay. the word okay. and things like that. That's how you can, right, resist the worldly pressure and become more like Christ. Yeah. Yeah. And for the next question, it's when it comes to popular culture, are there any specific trends or movements that you've noticed align with Christian values? Um, I think random act of kindness. Sometimes I like I see like, on TikTok or on YouTube, like people that just out of nowhere, just like, you know, the thing that um, it's not like a very popular trend. It's not trend like a trend that came up right like right this nowadays, but like something like pay it forward. Yeah. That I, like I, one thing I wanted, I was going to do was just like be someone that I could be like, okay, here's a hundred dollars pay for the next people behind me and all that kind of thing. Even though that's a, that's a big strain on people like the servers. So how'd you tell us like, a lot of money for a I, student? I, no, I can't, no, it's not even like that. It's I think a lot of servers, they don't look at me like, why, why are you doing this? Oh, so I, no, so, I think if that's no, why no, you should just do it. I know. But like in the sense, like they have to like be calculating the, t- oh, the money okay. and everything they'll like be, that. So. They'll be fine. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. I said, it's okay. You can say you can keep the rest as your tip. Exactly. So, but like, I think it's just also like the, I've always wanted to be the kind of person that goes for a coffee. A two dollar coffee and then give a five hundred dollar tip. You need to work hard, John. I bro, make some serious bank so you can afford this. I, I really want to be that kind of person though, because yeah. this is that'll be that'll be such a sick thing to do. I, like imagine, anyways, I'm not gonna go into that mm-hmm. now. Um, but like, I think it's just those kind of things, like being kind to people without expecting things back from them, mm-hmm. is one of the biggest trends or topics or you know activities or anything that I really see that aligns with Christianity and such. I think that's actually a really good example. Mine was, I was going to say Christian podcast. <laughs> just mm-hmm. like, and there's so many now, yeah. right? That you can just like sit down and like listen to other people and their experiences. And then like places like Let's God, Let God Pod or like Triple R- B. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Rest in peace. May they come back in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's like... Uh, jeremiah twenty nine eleven podcast oh yeah like just these people that like and the, a lot of them are like nigerian right they just talk about their well like, i mean 29 is in eternal they're all they're all africans one yeah. of them is from like they're, they're all from like all western africa so. yeah so like they talk about christianity but they also make it real i just yeah. i think that's one of the best like positive trends that i've seen yeah. uh in popular culture yeah. for our last question which we kind of already talked about but mm-hmm. Uh, we can go a little bit deeper. It's what are practical steps that we can take as Christians to live out our faith? Um, I have no idea. Sorry, that, I didn't. I didn't. I, mean, you, I, you I, answered it. 
<laughs> I mean, I can start off if you want. I didn't mean to say that. Few time. I thought I thought I said that in my head. Uh, um, I think just um, practical steps we can t- we can take towards towards what? Uh, uh, practical steps we can take to actively live out our faith. Um, trust God. Um, pray. Make sure to pray every day. Um, um, what else? Yeah, read your Bible. Yeah, read your Bible. Yeah, like oh, like Bible Project is really good. Like if you're having issues studying the Bible, there's this thing on U Version. Mm-hmm. It's like a Bible plan. Yeah. It's a 365 day whatever. Mm-hmm. So like they actually have like videos with like animations yeah. where they describe what's happening in the book. That really helps. That's so nice. you can continue now. Yeah. No, I. Oh, that's it. Okay. That's yeah. Uh, mine. I have Watcher Intake. Like we talked about this the entire episode watch what it is that you're consuming, right? If you're feeling tempted, it could also be because you are watching things that are tempting you yeah. or like listening to certain kinds of music that are leading you in a bad direction. So watching your intake. And the last one I have is surround yourself with godly people and influences, right? Ecclesiastes 4, 9 to 12, 2. Congratulations. Thank you for weaving, weaving the Bible to this. Thank you very much. Uh, two is better than one, right? Yeah. It's easier to do things with another person, right? You have somebody to keep you accountable than it is to to do that by yourself. Yeah, it's tough sometimes because the people that, you know, you want to do things with, they sometimes they kind of, you have to be careful with the kind of people like that because sometimes they may not be the person that can you can talk to about that kind of thing because they may not have the experience or the expertise or yeah. the patience as well. To, yeah, to deal with that. To deal with, like, you, even though you don't want to make it, like, all about you all the time, but, like, Sometimes, you know, it's not the easiest thing. Sometimes when you go, you can go, you could be going through something and person that you thought was, you know, you thought was good, like you thought that could, you know, stick by you all the time would be someone that, you know, you can't really go to them anymore yeah. or at that point. So just also in connection with that, just like being able to um, discern and be um, aware of the kind of people you have in your life. Yeah. So, yeah. And also go to church, yeah. right? Like if well, I like didn't, physically, physically like physically church. in person, yeah. like if I didn't go to church, like, and I wasn't like part of the Ignite ministry, like, first of all, if I didn't go to church, I wouldn't have any friends because all my friends are at church. But like, it's that good, kind though. of, hmm? that's not good though. Well, you try going to my school, John, you try making friends at UFT. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's an excuse. <laughs> but yeah, like if I didn't have that kind of community, like, I wouldn't have anybody to go to if I was like dealing with anything. Um, I think to end off today's episode, we're just going to do one last icebreaker question and then we'll close it out. So I'd like the people at home to think about this too. This is not a serious question, but uh, what's one fictional character that you wish was real? Um, Naruto. Oh, wait, okay. You wait, should wait, think let, of, let me let me wait, wait, wait. <laughs> let me clarify. Whatever powers they might have in whatever <laughs> world they come from are coming with them into this world. They, um before people say like Loki or something like that. I mean, I would pick Deku though because I I know that I don't have quirks, so I know he pass on one fall to me too. <laughs> so like it's fine. It's and anyways, but like being like being more um real uh who's like who's a good character captain america no not captain america that's, a, that's not a um no. fictional character i'm trying to think of marvel um black panther black panther would be nice though killmonger thanos 
my favorite. So this would be kind of in the race. Um, probably like Vision. Vision. Vision would be cool. I don't think I would like him in real life. He seems like a boy, like as a person, <laughs> right? Wait, I don't think I'd be able to deal with him. I mean, hopefully, I can kill him and take the Mind Stone. Okay, so you have <laughs> ulterior motives. <laughs> Uh, for me, it's a K drama character. Okay. Obviously. All right. Uh, this is K drama called Into the Ring. It's like a politics show. Or not, 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 not um, Behind Your Touch. Oh, you know what? Actually, Behind Your Touch. This is girl. She can see people's like memories if she touches their butt. That's who I want to come into the real world. Thank you. That's it. We can end the podcast here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's it for these two episodes. I hope that you had like an opportunity to think about some of the things that we talked about. We hope that they touched you in any kind of way. And we hope that you'll stick with us and come back for the next episode. Peace out.